Hey y'all, here we are again, Aji Quote Aji's uh, late night recording, it's 10.45, that was, uh, that was a guitar, um, I need to play more and just spend some time just with music, music is so freaking powerful, I think the last one I did, the last episode was the music one, um, just Chris Stapleton, yeah, talking about him, but music is so freaking powerful, and, um, you know, and, um, in, in seminary, the final, like, my final dissertation that I wrote was on music as the language of the soul, music just does something that, that words can't do, whether they be spoken words, or, um, even, like thought words or concepts even. Like in your mind, you can have a concept of something but not have the words to express it. And there's something that music can do that allows you to to grasp an experience of your life that you don't even have a concept for. Like whenever a song resonates in your soul, it resonates. and um, And it's just like exploring that. You know, what are those... What does that sound sound like? And, and uh, yeah, anyhow, that's not where I was wanting to go tonight. <laughs> Wasn't going to talk about music. Was just trying a different trying a different intro. I need to do something like figure out some sort of little some some way to start these things off. I'm listening to other podcasts and like like getting ideas from them. Like thinking, well, maybe I should start it out by given a summary, you know, of what I talked about. They do that after the fact, but that doesn't matter. Oh, well, I can learn from them, but I don't have to be like all the other podcasts because this isn't their podcast. It's just kind of me, like, thinking out my thoughts. And uh, and I hope that through this, like these times whenever I think through my thoughts with all of y'all, you know, when I open up my heart, my soul to all of y'all, and, like, you hear me wrestle with, with stuff... Hopefully it it gives you the freedom to wrestle, to wrestle with your own humanity. And that's that's really something that, you know, I want, that's one of the key points I want to get across is like, wrestle with your, wrestle with your humanity. Wrestle with your humanity. Like, it's so important to do that. Um, Today, during Mass, the first reading was from Genesis chapter 32. And um, it's whenever Jacob wrestles with God. And so Jacob wrestles with God. Genesis chapter 32, you can go check it out. So Jacob is making his way along, you know, la-di-da-di-da. And then then the Lord comes and they wrestle and like hits him in the hip. And he, yeah, it hurts his hip. He limps forever after that. (laughs) But um, I was just reflecting on that. Oh, let me I'll just pull it up. I'll, I'll read the passage. Where was it? So it says, blah, blah, blah. Not blah, blah, blah. It's the Bible, obviously. But so Jacob was going along, you know, marching along. Then some, and it said, um, after he had taken them across the stream and had brought over all his possessions. So Jacob was, was with some other people that he, you know, everybody, him and, Two wives, two maidservants, eleven kids. That's a, that's a family. That's a 
that's something right there. Anyhow, they cross the river, and then Jacob is left alone on one side of the river. And then it says, some man wrestled with him until the break of dawn. So basically, all night long, he wrestled with this guy. And he said, when the man saw that he could not prevail over him, he struck Jacob's hip at the socket, so that the hip socket was wrenched as they wrestled. The man said, let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob said, I will not let you go until you bless me. And then the man said, what is your name? He answered, Jacob. Then the man said, you shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, because you have contended with divine and human beings and have prevailed. Jacob then asked him, do tell me your name, please. He's, and he answered, why should you want to know my name? With that, he bade him farewell. Jacob named the place Peniel, because I have seen God face to face. Yet my life has been spared. So this night, whenever Jacob wrestles with God, anyhow, tonight at Mass, I, I preached on that, wrestling with God. That's, what, that's the place we need to be in our relationship with God. Can, can you wrestle with God? And that's the question. That's the question I kind of give to you today. Can you wrestle with God? Having faith is being able to wrestle with God. To be in love with the Lord is to be able to wrestle with God. To trust in God's mercy is to wrestle with God. To know that God loves you is to wrestle with God. To believe that God has a plan so great that you can't understand it, that is to wrestle with God. What does it mean to wrestle with God? Well, I'll, I'll begin by pointing out two extremes. So the two extremes would be either a, um, a complete passivity or a total rejection. Those are the two extremes, just to paint this picture. What does it mean to wrestle with God? So being totally passive or totally denying God. So let's say, you know, the typical situation, a bad life experience, pain, an injury, death, something that stops us and makes us makes us stop and ask about life it makes us ask you know the why of life two extremes often happen either we become too passive in the presence of god or we totally reject god and i'll explain those to become totally passive would be to to just say oh god you know this terrible thing happened in my life but i guess you willed it therefore I'm just going to keep going and moving along as if nothing happened. So what you're doing is like totally denying your experiences in the name of faith. Now, that, that that's a slippery slope, actually. And that's the tendency of many strong believers, people who really believe in God, really trust in God. A lot of times, and I'm guilty of it, of just saying, ah, well, you know, I'll just go with the punches. I'll just let it happen. The Lord doesn't want that. He doesn't want us just to doesn't just want us to agree with everything because pain and suffering, death, that's not God's plan. So therefore we should push back. So that's one extreme, this total passivity, just saying, you know, okay, God, I guess you want it. Therefore, I'm not going to challenge you about it. The other extreme is to say, God, if you're you're such a good God, but this bad thing happened, therefore I totally deny you. I renounce you. I'm turning away from you. 
You know, the whole argument that we hear very often, if God is such a good God, why is there pain? If God is such a good God, why is there suffering? All right, we hear that. I've heard it. I hear it all the time. Maybe y'all hear it too. Maybe you've thought it. I've thought, I've done both of these things. I've done the totally passive thing and I've done the totally aggressive thing. One to say, oh God, I'll, you know, I'll do whatever you want. And the other one just to, to get mad at God. But we got to wrestle with God. Jacob gives us this example in Genesis 32 to wrestle with God. That's where you need to be. You need to, you need to be in a spot where you, can, where you can wrestle with God. And that's the question, that's just kind of the question I pose to you. Can you wrestle with God? Can you, can you challenge God? Can you push back a little bit? But push back, trusting that you're going to get an answer. Can you ask the hard questions? Why did this happen? Why is this going on? Why don't I have an answer? Et cetera, et cetera. So that's, can you, can you push back? Can you ask the questions? Can you spend, in other words, you know, a way that you do that, a way that you do that is by spending time in silent meditative prayer reflecting on, on life. In light of the Gospels, you pray the Gospels, read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. There's four of them. And then just, you know, take your life experiences to those. Put yourself into the Gospel. And then think about everything going on in your life and and take it to prayer. To truly pray is to wrestle. To wrestle. So, are you willing to, to sit down? And wrestle with those things. We got a we got a tendency to um, to just busy ourselves, right? We always want to do stuff that keeps us going, keeps us busy and occupied, because it keeps us distracted. It's a good excuse to not pray, to not address the things we need to address. Which kind of leads to the whole point I was wanting to like start talking about. <laughs> That's kind of a long intro, actually. I wasn't even I wasn't planning on any of that. The thing I was, so today I, I went out for a ruck. So a ruck is whenever you basically go for a long walk or a hike with a backpack with a bunch of weight. And it's, it's like what the military, people do in the military. They put on their rucks, it's basically a backpack, and carry weight and then walk around. So I've been doing that a lot recently. Um, I've been doing that a lot recently, so just like to change up my training a little bit. Because I, I train hard, I love working out, I love training hard, but... It's good to just back off. And it's nice because it's pretty low impact. But I just put on this backpack anywhere from 40 to 60 pounds and just walk for anywhere from an hour to two hours, sometimes more. And I'll pray my rosary, listen to music, listen to a podcast, listen to an audio book. Today I prayed my rosary and then walked in silence. I went for an hour and 15 minutes today. Um, but, but then I was thinking like one of the reasons you do that physically is because it gives you time under tension, time under tension. Now, if you want to get stronger, if you want to get stronger in life, like physically working out, you have to spend time under tension. That means lifting weights. You have to put resistance against you more than what you usually use and then move. That's how you get stronger. Because if your body is used to holding a certain amount of weight and then you add weight to it and do the same thing, the body breaks down, actually. The body breaks down. And then the rest and recovery afterwards is the muscle repairing itself and 
you know, it rebuilds and it builds back stronger. Anticipating more weight. It's adaptation is what it is. It's adaptation. So you're getting stronger. You can only get stronger by actually getting weaker. So in the physical world, like if you want to get stronger, you got to be willing to work out to the point of breaking your body down, which makes you technically weaker. But then whenever you take time off, your body recovers, assuming you have the proper diet, and you come back stronger. And little by little, your body adapts, goes through this process of adaptation because you're spending this time under tension, but then you're properly recovering and repairing yourself afterwards, eating well, sleeping and resting. And you continue that, and you get stronger, bigger, faster, healthier. Time under tension. Today I was walking with a pack, and I, and I just thought about that. If you hear that clicking, by the way, there's a clicking in the background. It's Murph. He likes to chew on deer antlers, and I gave him a new set of deer antlers earlier this, well, last week, the end of last week. It's Tuesday, the end of last week, and he just he cho- he chomps on them. Yeah, so time under tension. Our lives are so damn full of tension. Right? Stress, chaos, worry, preoccupation, doubts, concerns, anxiety, depression, however it manifests itself in your life, that's tension. And if you don't stop to recover, you will die. You will have a breakdown and you will rot. You won't make it. That being said, the tension is necessary. So don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of the stress in your life, but also recognize that you need a break. I may have mentioned it before, but my confessor that I go to, Father Polycarp, uh, he's, a, he's a great priest from Uganda. Uganda! Father Polycarp, such a holy guy. And when I go to, con- go to, con- go to confession with him, very often he, he gets on to me and kind of chews me out. For not taking care of myself. Because I, I go, I'm always moving. I'm always doing something. And and Father Polycarp, he says, Leisure is not a luxury. It's a responsibility. And it always hits me and it always resonates when he says that. Leisure is not a luxury. It's a responsibility. So often in our own lives, we, we say that we're going we're gonna to relax, take a vacation, we're going to chill out, whatever it may be. Once we finish our work. Now, if you're listening to this, tell me, when have you when have you honestly finished your work? That's what I thought. Never. Your work is always going to be there. So this whole workaholism, it, I mean, that's what we're suffering from. And it's just a slippery slope. So the work is there. So the actual job that you have is not to complete the work because you're never going to complete it. Your task is not to get everything done because that's impossible. Your task is to do what you can and let the rest go, right? Recognize the things that you need to get done in as much as you can do them and, and you know, do it, but also having the freedom to stop. That's the... <laughs> Shorty. That was Shorty. The the seminary just walked in and Shorty went crazy. (laughs) Get him. Get him, Shorty. 
Go bite his ass. <laughs> Shorty's my little guard dog. That's the beagle. <laughs> I sure hope y'all heard him barking. <laughs> um, so where was I going? Oh, yeah. The work is always going to be there. So the whole thing about what, you know, the job you need to do is make it a priority to take some freaking time off. Right? Time under tension is good in as much as you allow yourself to repair and recover. That's, that's, the, that's the key thing in the, in the physical life. If you want to work, if you're working out every day, now obviously there's ways to change your workout routine, but if you're like, if you're running yourself into the dirt every day, you're not going to get stronger. You're actually going to get worse. It's going to get worse. So you you got to push yourself to the limit, but then you got to take a damn chill pill. You got to slow down. You got to back off a little bit. That's that you know that's what it comes down to. Just slowing down, slowing down, taking a break. And um, one of the reasons I've I've enjoyed going on these these rucks is because like when I'm rucking, I'm just it's a slow pace, and that's what I need. That's what I need right now because I'm always running on all cylinders, burning my candle at both ends, rocking and rolling, pedal to the metal. And um, the Lord's just saying, just slow down. Just slow down a little bit. And so I'm trying to do that. And so that's kind of just some random thoughts for, uh, uh, for today. So that music, had those random thoughts on music to start with because I played the, the guitar. The guitar is so pretty, so pretty. Such a, such a beautiful instrument. I love the guitar. I, need to, I should play it more. But yeah, music... Just you know, when 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 that music resonates in your soul, it, it gives it a calm. Does that to the soul, but also you know we need those things. So what are the things in your life, the music that you make that slows you down? Listen, you're gonna die. You're gonna die someday. Think back to the second podcast I did, and if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. It was on you know Aji Kodajis and Memento Mori. Do what you're doing. Remembering that you're going to die someday. Just be present to the present moment because you're going to die. So whenever you die, do you want to? Do you want everyone to say he worked himself to death? Now, kinda. I mean, I kind of want people to say I, I busted my ass because I really do. <laughs> I really give it everything I got, but I love doing what I do. Uh, but I don't want people to say he was a slave to his job. He was a slave to his work. That's a big difference. To work, to work hard because you love doing what you're doing is one thing, but to be a slave to your work is another. And I'm guilty of both. So where do you fall on that? Are you free in what you do? Can you take breaks? Can you slow down? There's all you're always going to have work to do. So just stop. Just slow down for a little bit, all right? So if there's anything that I would challenge you to do as I wrap this up, it would be for you to find five or ten minutes today. Today. 
to just stop and take a damn chill pill. Chill out. Listen, your work's going to be there when you get back. Stopping for 10 minutes is not going to make a big difference in your work. And if you think that stopping for 10 minutes to take a break is going to affect the total output in your productivity of work, it's not, it's not your, you've got other problems you need to deal with. If you think that taking a break to take care of yourself, take care of your family, to catch your breath is going to totally disrupt your productivity to the point that, that you're useless, you've got other problems to deal with. And it's not about time and productivity and taking breaks. You've got other stuff going on. And you need to get that in order to. That got deep pretty fast. <laughs> so, I guess that's kind of my parting words of advice. to Just, just to slow down. And take a break. I feel like a, a motivational speaker playing the guitar while I'm speaking. It's kind of relaxing, huh? If you're driving, I don't want you to fall asleep right now. So y'all take care. Aji, quote Aji, do what you're doing. Give it the best you've got. Remember, you're going to die. And the advice for today, is to take a break because it's going to be okay. Take care. God bless you.